0: Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, I'm Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode number one. This week on Toy Power, we've gone for some listener questions, and boy, what questions we've got. I can't wait to get into these because they are incredible um, and then we'll round this episode out with a little bit of a state of the nation just to see where we're at with our collecting. Joining me today in the virtual Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Well, hi, hi. Ben. G'day, g'day. And Darren. Hello, one and all. And thank you, Ben. You really were the instigator of these this call to arms for some questions. And boy, oh, <laughs> where, where does, <laughs> the, the, these stagger me. The, the anguish. I've had to go through crafting (laughs) responses to these questions. I've dug deep into my soul (laughs) to find out who I am. A couple of these,
1: I'll I'll be honest, I was really stuck on. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to answer this one. I just, yeah.
0: There's one in particular that's just brutal. Like uh, picking a favourite child. Oh, does
2: all I'll say to that is, does ten? You're the worst. I hate <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's start it off with Scotty the toy hunter. Question for you. We'll Start with you, Frank and um, you're a superhero now tell us all your origin story
2: all right well i, I wrote a little bio not like you would uh oh, not unlike what you would see on the back of say a a vintage card uh started out as a hero it uh, didn't go actually in that direction by the end of it but anyway here we go so an aspiring lead singer frank allen was trapped it was instead trapped in a boring desk job fixing computers for dumb teachers one day while investigating a server error the roof caved in due to a water leak from an aging boiler, which was previously experimented on by the science department. The combination of electrical components and the mysteriously aged and irradiated water led to an explosion and Frank's presumed death. No body was ever found. Months later, the costumed villain known as the Zappening made his debut. (laughs) With the ability to control electricity and convert his entire body into it, he travels the global network and proves uncatchable. His former day job means he can also control any electrical device simply by using his mind. His primary weapon is an electric keytar that blasts pure chords of rock and awesome, deafening his foes. Driven mad by his unlimited access to anything online, especially Reddit, Frank begins to loathe humanity and all that it stands for. Instead of helping the world as an unlimited power resource, he craves disruption and destruction on a grand scale. No network, no file, no online secret can escape the zappening.
0: (laughs) there you go. That's fantastic. What are you? Are you Are you a physical person or are you electrical? So like Dr Manhattan
2: style.
0: Yeah, Dr Manhattan. I was also thinking of yeah, right. some
2: of the incarnations of Electro, where you see him actually, you know, uh, dissipate, it would be like Raiden style I've, thing. I've got it. I
1: know. I know exactly what you are. Yeah, the yeah. little zappy gremlin in <laughs> Gremlins 2. Oh. You just, just network around,
2: you know? <laughs> I was also thinking like Krim Zeke from Transformers, Yes, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, Yeah, that, that little yellow thing that yeah. came with uh, Megatron. But yeah. then you've got the rockabilly, you know, he gets around with a guitar and, and there's a bit of, um, what's it, is it Melodia from Silverhawks? I think yes. it's the yeah, musical feeling yeah, yeah. yeah. where she just blasts musical <laughs> notes at people. So, yeah, combination of all three. <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: Wow. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Who wants to go after that? Not me.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> kick it off. There. You, Frank, you and I are always on the same wavelength. because oh, What yes. I've got written down is uh, pretty similar. All right. So... Uh, Picture this. I'm at work doing my usual day-to-day duties, filling shelves, right? Monster storm outside going on, much like we're facing right now, except this one's, you know, 10 times worse and more extreme. Thunder and lightning coming down, shaking the building and things. Everyone's just, you know, going about thinking they're protected inside their four walls. Storm sends bolts of lightning down on my workplace building with such force it shakes the very aisles I'm working in, right? (laughs) After a particularly nasty lightning strike, the aisle shake and topple over on top of me, all right? Oh no, Ben's worst nightmare. Causing an entire gondola worth of cleaning detergents to spill on top of me. I'm pinned underneath the aisle and covered in harsh chemicals, right? In, when another lightning bolt uh, strikes down, <laughs> shattering the ceiling above me and striking my defenceless body covered in all these chemicals a very strange thing happens next with this unknown amount of chemicals all mixed together, covered on all over me and the combination of a lightning strike from mother nature. I'm now gifted with unheard of powers. <laughs> I can manipulate, um, shape shifting like body, uh, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, superhuman agility, superhuman stigma, uh, and, uh, superhuman dura- durability as well. Uh, So I've got the ability to retain my um, regular uh, sexy appearance, uh, (laughs) but I can shapeshift into a larger, much more imposing stature in order to hide my regular identity. (laughs) So I'm just fighting you know, uh, basic crime and things like that, never getting onto that, you know, hero stature. So I'd be kind of like a sidekick rather than uh, the, the, you know, the main person. And uh, I'm still able to go about my day-to-day life, just, uh, you know, but I'm, uh, you know, got all these awesome powers as well so <laughs>
2: um i i claim copyright on the first yeah, half of that story <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what i mean like we just had such a it was uncannily uh similar at the start there
2: so. and have you got it you got a superhero name when you're this big I I whatever i
1: didn't think that deep man like uh, okay. uh oh, yeah no all right <laughs> Someone, some one of our big ben
0: come up big ben there it is yeah. there's your name shredder, shredder. 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 <laughs> Light- lightning shredder lightning shredder <laughs> Darren, do you do you have a, a
3: backstory? I do. So I'm I'm Darren, as everyone knows. I am a humble toy power podcaster by day and social worker by night. Um, as if that's not enough for you, I decide to get into the acting game with a bit of amateur theatre. One night, <laughs> one one night um, in a very old derelict theatre. I am rehearsing my next grand performance when lightning strikes.
2: (laughs) They say lightning never strikes three times. Lies, lies. (laughs) Lightning (laughs) strikes the theatre and much of
3: the theatre is destroyed. However, I emerge and appear safe and sound and as normal as ever. However, I now have an even more split and terrible personality than before not only do i uh, not not only am i the the social worker that on one hand that believes in social justice and and kindness and and compassion for humanity and the toy collector on the other but now i decide that the best way i can help humanity is by giving out toys to the less fortunate so <laughs> I go after the big and evil corporations who are not doing the right things with their toys and distribute them to those less fortunate and thanks looking at me as if he can I'm, letting you, he can I'm letting you finish. I'm letting you finish, but I
2: do have some questions when you're done. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: so, so I do that and also, try and keep people entertained with my amateur acting by raising funds for those less fortunate along the way by giving my merry performance.
0: This okay, sounds like questions, Mister actually be Mr. R. Quite, quite, <laughs> quite real. I
2: was going right? to say, I, I don't think you need the lightning because, BS no. that's already been copyrighted twice now. Yeah. Right. Um, what powers do you actually gain from said lightning? Um
3: enhance compassion and empathy for others and <laughs> and the drive to, and, and the desire to do good through distributing That's toys for to those there. less fortunate <laughs> <laughs> so i have a, a streak i have a streak of compassion in me that that wasn't there prior
2: to the lightning I mean, it's pretty. We've made it pretty clear now that anyone on Toy Power doesn't know how lightning works. No, but I'm pretty sure that's definitely not how lightning. I, works. I'd be,
1: I'd be, if I was you, Darren, I'd be using that lightning to energize the machines to make the toys, to make more toys, so you've got more distribution. To I like the way to, you think. I like the way yeah, you think. Yeah, you know, double the manufacturing <laughs> quantities. Absolutely, <laughs> increase yeah, the capacity. Costing the the toy manufacturer more money. So yeah, that's yeah, what you that's do, really.
2: Darren. You use your lightning powers to power Mattel's factory for free. So they
3: hey, have I didn't wake up. He's like, I said, they're all <laughs> evil corporations. Let's <laughs> not go on the personal attack by naming and shaming. <laughs> you know, this At is power. the Six for
1: factory to get it up on up to speed. You know, <laughs> yeah. get, get get it back in three months. Uh, window. Yeah. Yeah. You know? four
2: months. Yeah, four <laughs> four months
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pre-ordering toys. I hereby
2: christen you Turbo Toy Man. Yeah. <laughs> have to explain. Yeah. you have
1: All to read
2: Wow, Trent. If you use the word lightning once, we no, just have to end this episode. Enough. Know the, that.
0: The, the, <laughs> it's random, right? Every, everyone's gone away and written their own, and and that lightning did strike three times. I didn't have lightning in mine, although my my name is relatively close to some forces of nature that are related to lightning, perhaps. But anyway. <laughs> So my backstory is mild mannered accountant um, who has a obsessive compulsive nature around toy collecting and, um, you know, gives away, you know, makes a fortune, you know, into not, not billionaire status, but really rich playing the stock market and all that sort of things. And is able to hire a number of inventors to help him with essentially a time machine because he's, Because I've been driven mad by not being able to track down all these vintage items, all these items that never quite got made, prototypes that are just too hard to find. So I want to go back in time to collect all those items. And with this power, I dub the the Vortex. (laughs) (laughs) Something something goes wrong in terms of the process. And we get thrown back into an alternate 1980 where a lot of the beloved properties have been erased from existence. So by trying to do the right thing and collect all this really cool stuff for, for I guess, personal reasons, I've destroyed the fabric of space-time and, and need to <laughs> reconstruct so we can get our beloved childhood properties back together again. So, so
2: your, your quantum
0: leap, is that what you're telling us? It's quantum leap. Yeah, I'm Scott Bacula, <laughs> essentially. I've got a friend <laughs> called Jiggy. Jiggy? Um, <laughs> Jiggy. <laughs> and, and, and each and each episode I'll be in a different body but but I'll be portrayed by myself
3: when you look in the bit, mirror it's
0: still, yeah. Trent. it's still me wearing a woman's dress but <laughs> yeah. i mean that's just that's just me right now filming this episode i was that was his
2: weekend trend like yes. <laughs> day in the life of <laughs> wow So, Scotty the Toy Hunter, was that anything close to what you were expecting? Because I don't think any of us were expecting any of that. Yeah,
1: that was bonkers. All right, let's move on now. I
2: imagine Scotty's
3: thinking, I don't know to put words in his mouth, but he's probably thinking, Trent, don't give up your gay job. No.
0: No, well, I won't. I, I, I certainly, No. There is a time travel question in here Um there is a, yes. a magic portal question next from John Caulfield. So let, let's go through this. This is a brilliant question. Mm. Okay. So you own a specialist toy shop. Let's just say Frank Mark. <laughs> this <laughs> toy shop has a magic portal. The stock comes through the magic portal. Now there's conditions placed on this portal you can only order five different toy lines, right? So you get to pick five and within that, only one year's worth of toys from that line. So you gotta pick a year, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so you gotta pick a toy line and the year. Now, your shop will be permanently in stock with these five lines. Choose your five toy lines and the years from within each line. And there's a bonus question, Which single figure or play set would you use to highlight each line? And the example is, if you pick Masters of the Universe, 1983, your showcase display could be Castle Grayscale. I might kick this one off. This one was fascinating. This one
1: was awesome. I like this one.
0: Because you kind of had an idea for the line. Okay, so sort of pick a line and then you go, which year do I pick? Because sometimes you know the obscure stuff comes at the end. Like, say, so, say you wanted to pick Master of the Universe, and you wanted to stock your store with the laser power figures. Well, they're 1988, and that's about all that came out in '88. So yeah. you, you mm-hmm. go a whole heap of variety to get two very specific figures. This was fascinating. So I'll, I'll kick, I'll kick off my five, and I've thrown in some absolute curveballs for good, you. Here. Good, good. I nice. like it. Yeah. Totally, totally out of bend your yeah. mind more yep. so than those origin stories yep. so star wars i had to go star wars yep. as one of the properties and this was tough i was toying between sort of 1978 wave one and power of the force they, they were the they were the challenges i had but for star wars being so nostalgic i had to go to the core characters and i had to pick 1978 so Wait.
1: so just just for the non Star Wars massive fan in the group what what sort of numbers are we talking versus each other so wave 1 how many figures and how many wave how many waves of power of the force you know like um figures approximately
0: figures. yeah i i don't know off the top of my head but right. we'd, we'd be talking like wave 1 for Star Wars and whether these figures? <laughs> yeah 78 where it went to 79 i mean the the Star Wars figures that came out commemorating star wars yeah. was probably about 22 24 sort of figures something oh. in that like you know you've got even things like Ponda Bubba in there along with obviously the darth vader princess leia han solo so yeah. You know, yeah luke all that sort of stuff they, they got fairly broad in star wars but they got a lot broader in power of the force so i reckon power of the force would have had a few more but figures that weren't as iconic to me like the imperial dignitary do you need him you know question that right so I went I went for obviously when we talk Star Wars we can't go 77 because we know they didn't actually get figures out in the year you get cardboard you get cardboard so I don't want that so I went to 78 really want to focus the collection on those vintage iconic characters like Vader like Luke like Han Chewie that sort of thing but the showpiece item would be the Millennium Falcon nice nice. all right Masters of the Universe another tough year I ended up going with 1987, right? Ooh. So right towards the end of the line. I, grew, I had more figures from like the later waves, 86, 87, because of my age. So I just had a natural affinity with those. But And things like Scareglow come in 87, a lot of the, those sort of rarer figures. But the big ones for me, I'm going to showcase my store with two figures, and that's going to be Titus and Megator. Yeah, good call. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my third call up and again tricky one you know if you pick 88 you don't get a lot of figures right mm. um, so I, I oh man I was looking through all the different years and and tossing it up because mm. the first couple of years don't have a, a lot of figures and then when you get into later years there's more figures but they get crazy maybe controversial here but I went for 1993 Ooh. Ooh, so I'm kind of out of Maybe my comfort zone, which I sort of say ends at 92, but 93 has figures like Scratch and Hotspot, and I reckon the showcase one for this one would be the News Van. And yeah,
1: what, ver- what turtle call. variants were approximately around that?
0: Oh, there, were, there were some crazy <laughs> okay. ones. And, right. and, um, uh, if I just sort of you, they had the, the Shogun Turtles on oh, yeah. top of my yep. head. Um, so Turtle
1: Three movies, Donner's
0: Turtle Three. Yeah, yeah. the Turtle Universal 3, Monsters. The you get yeah, the cool. giant yeah. movie star yep. figures as yep. well. Um, you get. I L- think
1: L- movie star turtles were t- ninety. Um, ninety two.
2: Ninety two. Mm. Yeah, you get the, yeah. you get crazy stuff like the, the road giant, ready
0: ones, giant movie. Oh star. right, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, yep. Mike is Frankenstein. You're getting Night Ninja, Bebop, Mutating Shredder, Toker, Razor, Foot Soldier. And yeah, like like uh, um, Frank said, road ready, all the road ready ones. You get the cave turtles as well, I believe. You, which is pretty cool. Get the, you get cave turtle Don, Mike and Raph, I believe. Yeah, Leo come out first for some reason. Yeah. So yeah, cool. interesting one. And, and the showcase would be probably the News Van or Scratch. Okay, now we're getting a bit more obscure. So Dino Riders is my pick four. And this was so hard. Three years of Dino Riders figures. And year three had only a few. They had the Ice Age and and three of the rarest dinosaurs. Wave two had a a good selection um, and probably is the rarer. You know, you get the most dinosaurs of the rarest. But I ended up settling for good old wave one, 1988. And that includes things like the um, T-Rex and the Diplodocus. And my showcase for this would have to be the T-Rex. Have to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now, hold on to your hats for pick five. Jeez. It is Dino sources Oh, oh
1: wow. wow. By Glasslight Studios? By Glasslight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brazil. Around, Brazil.
0: Yeah. Glasslight did uh. these um, based on, I think, it was another toy company that... Um, that did an unproduced line and the name's just escaping me. But I Yeah, don't
1: know. They, they jumped around a couple of times, uh, but damn, they are, well, they are some of the rarest toys yeah. ever produced, I reckon. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, I, th- I think there might've only been about five figures ever released, yep. 1989 dinosaurs. Yep. but just for the fact, being able to bring something so obscure back into the mainstream, I think that would be a really cool feature for the store, just something that no one has yeah. So there's, there's the top five, and that was a great and,
1: question. And, and showcasing who would you have, the big T-Rex, the red guy? Yeah, I reckon the red yeah. guy. I reckon yeah. he
0: was, he, was yeah. he sort of, to me, is the most eye-catching. I can't think of his name, but... No, yeah. Uh, actually, well, I've got it here. So he's called Genghis Rex, Gosh. and he's basically... Th- these are all, they're almost like six-inch... They're pretty big very, from yeah, what I can gather. Yeah, yeah. Very big. cartoony, like pretty. Oh, there was a cartoon. Yes. Uh, yes. That's, that's
1: how they became famous. Yeah. But the toys never really got off the ground uh, for yeah. whatever reason. Mm.
0: Yep. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's five figures that I understand. Genghis Rex, who's like a red T-Rex. Aloe, who's like a... Uh, ankylosaurus. Yeah, it could be an ankylosaurus. Bronto, who's a brontosaurus. He's green. Quack. Pot, who's like a duck billed dinosaur and Bonehead, who's one of those ones with the the hard heads, yep. but they're really they're really nice designs. Like they're cut, they're a bit Ninja Turtley kind of mm. in the an anap- sort of you know style. Pretty cartoony, nice bright colors, and I think they're just really really cool. You'd
1: mm-hmm. you'd get people traveling a long way to come to your store. Yep,
0: yeah. <laughs> cool, man.
1: love it, love
3: nice. it. I, I loved everything you said. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, though. My research says that Titus and Megatool were part of the 1988 release, not Well, I, I did
0: official He Man.org. have got I
2: did,
3: I I did, see, I did um, <laughs> Battle Ram a He Man blog. Um, well, and that I'm has, on, the, and that has <laughs> the official
0: William George art. Well, I, on I, there. I've got putting my faith in Vow Staples and yeah. I'm holding to, to this. Um, but look, yeah, I, I know release dates can be a bit, uh, you know, there's production Great. dates. And we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, and
3: we're when we're talking about something that long ago um, that dropped in so few countries It's really hard to tell because they really were a dumping ground. And and honestly,
1: sometimes it's like they get released in December of that year. So you get a couple of leaked figures selling in December, early Christmas type thing. And then the majority of them go through January and all the way through. That's true. And and
3: still to this day, we see retailers that sometimes put things out, product out earlier than they're meant to as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's hard to tell what actually really did happen.
2: All right, I'll jump in for this next one. Um, I, I tried to look at it a bit like Trent from a, a business point of view as far as your yeah, number of figures. The rarity is one thing, but I figure if you've got a store and with a magic portal that permanently stocks it with the same thing suddenly your scratch figure is not that rare because you've just got an unlimited supply of them right yeah, so well, that's a point, you know yeah. you're not sort of making that that same bank but anyway so i started with 1984 g1 transformers i couldn't go past it um it's actually a really big wave if you sit there and do if you're counting each of the mini which i believe came carded separately um you're talking nearly 35 plus figures yeah. in that one wave the
1: M- majority of the uh um, cars autobot cars yep a lot of, of the Autobot
2: cars, you yeah. get all the Decepticon jets, you get Soundwave, and you know what? I'd be the only place in the world that is probably legally able to stop me- stock Megatron because he's a gun, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. you, that, you know, what are the authorities going to do? I'm not shipping it, I'm not importing it. It's coming through my magic portal. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was my first one. Uh, a Bit like Trent, I've gone a bit all over the shop, and there's a couple of surprises in here which I'll save for for the back end. Uh, so I went with Star Wars as well. But I kind of went the other way. I went, do you know what? 2020 was a pretty good year for the first part of Star Wars. I went Mando, the Mando wave. You stock Mandalorian for an unlimited amount of time. Everyone's going to get their carbonized Mando. um, And I think... You know, with the exception of that early 70s stuff, this Mando wave in particular is going to be sought after for a very, very long time. So my that my highlight figure for that would be the, the carbonized Mando with a very cool um, paint scheme. Um, I'll get the obvious one out of the way. Turtles. 2003,
1: I went with. Oh, um, nice right. yeah.
2: um And that's, that's the first wave of that reboot. I, I, did, I did honestly look at some of the vintage stuff to, to Trent's point, but 2003 is a huge wave. There's around about 30 figures in that wave, but it's also the variety. In that first year of the turtles, you get the giants, you get a set of minis. Uh, there's some three packs. You even get some plushies in there, plus the regular figures. And I think five, as many as five vehicles and a playset. Like that's a massive year for turtles. Um, If I had to pick a highlight figure for that, I'm probably going with Armorized Shredder, which is actually the chrome version, but with the removable helmet. That's that's my favorite. Yeah, and you you sit him next to the original Shredder. The molding is largely the same, but the chrome makes him pop. And the fact that the helmet comes off and it's a really nice Rukasaki head that's that's my pick for that all right going a little bit off the wall i kind of figure it, it's a toy store for all ages not just for us so we've got to have a girl's line in there so i said to my wife i said ali what's what's your toy line if you could go you know i set up the question as uh as john corfield did i said this is the deal what are you going and without even looking at me she was in the middle of doing something else at the time she said cabbage packs cabbage Patch dolls 1983 I'm like, Oh, <laughs> sure. Had to do a bit of homework on that. It's actually really hard to find out just how many dolls yeah. were yeah. released at that time. I, all, the best thing I could find was a list of names, which was stupidly long, but there was nothing about how many released in that year. But the one in particular she highlighted was a, was known as corn silk baby. And it was called that because it was one of the first at the time to come with uh well, real, real hair, as opposed to, stuff that was clearly cotton wool. This was like a bit okay. like the, my little ponies had the actual hair that you could brush um, type thing. So corn silk baby apparently is in quite the high demand. Ali said it's one that she never got as a kid and would always want. So I figure I'm capturing that girl's market there as well. Right, yeah. And the last one coming out of left field, 1991 by Tycho, the incredible crash test yeah! dummies.
1: No <laughs> <tons> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. I figure, and yeah. just based purely on the fact that, as we know, these things explode, the parts go yeah. everywhere. Where are you going to go for replacement parts for your Wave 1 crash test dummies? You're coming to Frank Mart, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're going to make tons of money. <laughs> <Yeah. And> so <laughs> oh, that's nice. that's the iconic wave, of sort of looking into it. You have Vince, yep. Larry, uh, you know, Skid the Kid, uh, there's... Four or as many as six vehicles, yes, I think. Cat, just look at the cat, the dog, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, you know, the crash chopper, cycle, yeah. the chopper. Um, but that crash test centre with the the sort of trigger action where you can slam the car into the wall. Oh, that's that's what's going up on a pedestal for mm-hmm. me. So, yeah. uh, yes, that is my five toy lines. <laughs> actually, my brother had them all
1: out the other day because uh, he had a day off and uh, nice. showing his kids uh, having them all set up. You know, getting them out of the their plastic storage box, so to speak. So. Cool. Sure. Um, awesome to see—he's uh, still got the, such a large collection, and most of it's from our childhood. so Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. wicked, cool man. All right, uh, so I'm going to go from earliest to um, most recent, and starting off, 1985 Hasbro G1 Transformers. All right, mm-hmm. so 1985 is the second year of Transformers, right? So you've got uh, you know some more of the uh, Combiners, you've got a lot yes. more uh, Decepticons because the first wave was like 20% Decepticons, 80% Autobots. So in that wave, you've got Omega Supreme and everything like that as well. But my showcase, the, the the cap end when you enter the Transformers aisle will be Jetfire, right? And the reason I choose Jetfire is because it's appealing to the Robotech, the macro yes. cross fans ah, as well. Ah, clever. You know, and, that, and Jetfire is just is still to this day such a kick-ass Transformer. You know, I just have a lot of time for that uh, toy. All right, and then um, 1985 as well, same year, I'm going for the Mattel Masters of the Universe uh, toy line. So, of course, that is wave uh, four of the thing, one of the larger waves of figures. So you've got um, Thunder Punch, He-Man, Dragon Blaster, Skeletor. We uh, introduced the uh, Horde in that year and things like that. So um, pretty cool, you know, opening up the avenue for the girls' uh, toy line to have some uh, villains and things and um my uh, an ov- the, the obvious thing for 1985 would be why don't you put a turnier on the end cap right but i'm not going to do that because i thought that would be too expensive right That's a lot of money for some for me to be pushing a lot of real estate that box is huge i'll be able to fit two turniers on the end cap no instead i'm going for the uh, gift set the two pack gift yes. set yep. the uh um, and hordak gift oh, set nice and nice. i think i think that being, you know, the um, introductory of the horde and things, who the hell wouldn't buy a two-pack, a gift set? You know, that'd be freaking, you know, bam, best Christmas ever, you know, kind (laughs) of present. All right. Moving over to 1988, I've also got Tycho Dino Riders and cut, copy, paste uh, Trent's um, (laughs) spiel on that. I've, of course, got my Rulon T-Rex on the front end cap uh, for that aisle. Uh, 1989, a year after, obviously Lego. Right, I'm going to go. For oh Lego. yeah. And whoa, 1989 Lego. Mm-hmm. Trent would know because he's already creaming. Uh, <laughs> we've, also, we've got pirates Lego. We've got castle Lego. We've got space Lego. We've got the that Friends was... Lego for the girls. You know that Paradisa yep. or Paradiso, whatever. Yeah. I think I think you've got a bit of Fabuland. You know, I'm covering everyone here. You, oh, I, perfect. I could have. I could have almost um, four aisles of Lego, just, you know, dedicated to 1989. Uh, But uh, my end cap, when you enter that uh, quadrant of the store, would have to be the pirate ship 6285 the black seas barracuda yeah. so that is of course the big sail barge with the red and white um sails so Beautiful. i think that'd be very eye-catching and you know it's just getting a release uh very soon or has been released to this day and it's getting as much praise as it probably did back in uh, those days so uh, pretty cool, and um, finalising my top five of my little time portal would have to be Ninja Turtles, and I'm also not going to choose uh, the original year. I'm going to go for 1991, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, that's 1991. A good year, yeah.
1: Playmates yeah. Ninja Turtles. You've got the storage shell Turtles. so that's my main, you know, yep, regular sure. turtles. So they still. Hold up, in my opinion, I love the facial expressions. Uh, it's uh, the introductory of the movie, so you've got Super Shredder, Tonka Razor, all those characters, a slew of um, extra figures to uh, you know round out your um, friends of the Turtles and enemies of the Turtles and things. But my uh, giant end cap, t- when you enter the Turtles uh, uh, aisle would be the giant Android crank.
2: Yes, so, uh, nice. Know, I think.
1: Uh, I think. Who the hell wouldn't want that um, yeah. box set? You know. I tell you
2: what. In that year, you also get the giant Bebop and Rocksteady, which yes, fetch you a pretty yeah. penny these days. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. But yep. I, I, yeah, I wanted to be a bit. You know, one sh- one shot. You know, stop. If you got rock steady, you'd want bebop. And if I said yeah. either of them, you know, someone wouldn't agree. So they'd be there. They'd be, you know, prevalent in the aisle, never uh, go out of stock. But um, for my eye catcher deal of the day, it'd be giant Android krang. So nice. but yeah, uh, that was that was my year of choice and my lines of choice. So that was That's a lot cool. of fun to put together. It was good. And I'm truly. Uh, saddened that I couldn't put G.I. Joe or, um you know, any of those sort of lines, set doors and things, but I just Not as sad I'm, as
3: Frankie's about oh, oh, I'm, I'm
1: distraught, you. Ben. Just oh, take the oh, list you know, down. DC, Do it again. You know, DC superpowers. <laughs> superpowers There's so many, yeah,
2: so
0: many cool
1: lines and, um, out there, but uh, you know, I just thought, what's, what's super popular? What's almost evergreen? You know, what could I put there that, you know, still in 25 years later or 30 years later we still want today. We're still, if that was Re-released, everyone would be jumping, uh, you know, to, to find them at the retail store. So yeah. that was where my mindset was at. So
3: Darren mm. Ramsay. So I'm ripping into the portal, and I'm coming back with um, very different twists to to most people. I'm coming back with what I consider to be iconic A-list uh, representation. So I'm locking in 1982 Masters of the Universe Wave One. So, original He-Man, original Skeletal with no original on their cards. So, completely mint, case-fresh. He-Man, Skeletal, Teela, Man-at-Arms, Stratos, Beast-Man, Zodak. Coming along with them is things like Battle Cat, Wind Raider, Battle Ram, Attack Track, and Castle Groskull.
0: There's no notes here, gentlemen. There's no notes in front of (laughs) Darren right now. Just so you know.
3: It's all off the top of the screen. All in the brain. And um, and then, um, after being able to stop them and replenish them as many times as I want, completely mint and case fresh because I have a portal. Um, <laughs> I am going back in to, to the portal to, to stock up on wave one 1984 superpowers. Yeah. So, you know, all your iconic characters, Batman, Robin, Wonder Woman, Superman, the flash, Green Lantern, Hawkman, Aquaman, Joker, Penguin, um, you know, Any Any vehicles in that
2: wave? Sorry? Any any vehicles in in that wave? wave? Yep,
3: there's the Batmobile for one. There is the Supermobile and things like that. um, What's your highlight then? Yeah, Lexor. So things like that. Hall of Justice as the playset. Nice. So I would be bringing those across. For Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I am not doing Wave 1, which probably shocks everyone. I'm going into 1990. Two, just simply because I have a a leaning towards. Um, it's not necessarily my favourite wave or my favourite assortment, of but it's a very strong one in my view, and one that stands to test the time. I'm bringing back, um, specifically choosing that wave so that I can completely stock and restock 1992 movie star teenage mutant ninja turtles. do know that
2: you do know that 1992 also has those military turtles, the ones you're absolutely in love with. That's his end cap. I'm yeah, I've
3: got a Clearance, Frank. I've got to something in the two-dollar bin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I do know that. That's just my little two-dollar um, clearance in the two-dollar bin for um military turtles. So
2: you know where to get them if you want them, Frank. That's where the wild, so, wild west turtles belong, man. They should be in the in the reject bin. But be, anyway, that's,
3: that's very, very true. You ra- raise the value. Actually, you know
2: points. what else? You know what else is in that year? Uh, a very famous Rocksteady uh, figure of mine that is currently in pieces. So yes, I will be buying that figure from you, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it
3: done. <laughs> Consider it done. I'll just rip i in, just rip into the portal and, and get it for you. <laughs> but, um, you can have a mid on um, card one and all this one. Uh, so after I've done that, I am looking at um, Batman the animated series, and I'm picking. Picking um, the first wave again, 1993, because of the diversity, you get combat Batman, which is the the definitive looking Batman. You get a Robin, you get, you know, a good slew of, um, of um, the rogues gallery. Obviously not all of them come out in that first year, but, but a lot of good things do. Um, So I'm getting that um, as some Batman representation. Batmobile and a bat plane. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't go wrong. Trent knows. Um, such a strong line. And I'm also adding a couple of um, things that are a little bit a little bit out of left field. Um, it's really easy to pick one year for this one. This is just a line that I have a soft spot for that I would stock as well, and that's Toxic Crusaders. Nah, but get that because it's a one-year, one-wave line, it's, it's just something I, I, I want, want to have in there. So believe that's um that's, that's your that's my you, you could sell
1: sunglasses as um as you walk in the aisle like. yep. <laughs> I thought need
3: absolutely
0: yeah all right that's fantastic i love that i i felt darren i felt that you were going to go wave one for a lot of those mm-hmm. and uh you mixed it up a little bit with uh with you know not turtles. always going to wave one for very good reason i think although we as much as we love wave one ninja turtles there's just Lines that come later on that have so much more variety.
2: Absolutely, but and I tell you what. Between our four stores, we've got 91, 92, 93 covers. Exactly, so. <laughs> that was classic.
3: <laughs> right. and exactly, we can give referrals to each other, man. I think so. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah that's so very cool. Oh, what a, what a
0: great, great question. I've got to say that yeah. was a terrific question that that really made me want the portal. I'd want that portal so badly <laughs> that I'd create a superhero origin story for it. <laughs> Um. <laughs> you could you could, with that portal you could have like a
1: glass shelf mint on box you know uh loose figure in in, in front you could have dioramas oh. of, of the whole you know thing going on you could really really sell it properly you know cool. like like yeah. sort of david jones used to do you know yeah yeah just um oh, it'd be so cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway it's, moving on
0: exactly we got well, probably time for one more question Um, and this is comes from does 10 and oh boy, gee, this is going to be divisive. I think this one, no matter which way you go. So here he goes. I will now pose to you the hardest question you may ever have to answer. You have gained the ability to wipe from history one Michael Bay franchise. But if you do the other one becomes the only thing that exists from that property and everything before it is erased do you destroy michael bay's ninja turtles or his Transformers? so let me get this let me just try and get the gravatar of this right so you pick one so you gonna we're going to keep we're going to be able to erase michael bay we don't want his movies right we get rid <laughs> of it so we get rid of like the the ninja turtles and we keep Fred Wolf. we keep 2003, we keep yep. the reboot, and that all stays. And we keep the 1990 movies. Keep the 1990 movies. Everything before that stays, but the movies are gone. But, but in that same token, you've erased everything Transformers except for the Michael Bay and yep. everything that comes after it, right?
2: Is everything come after it? So that's the bit where I was a little bit... Well, no, says... no, I think okay. it's, it's,
1: it's, 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 it, the, the franchise is built from that movie onwards. Yeah. Moving forward. Okay. So it's, every, so so just it's the That's movies. how I read it. Just the yeah. left. So 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 if you get rid of uh, Bay, uh, if you get rid of Ninja Turtles, that means um, uh, sorry. If you get rid of Transformers, the, oh, no wait. <laughs> <laughs> if you get rid of one, uh, the um, the Ninja
2: Turtles, that means tr- Transformers can. Sorry, if you can... if you get rid of the Ninja Turtles line, the Michael Bay verse in Ninja Turtles, the very first thing the world knows about Transformers is the Michael Bay Optimus Prime. Yes. In terms of that yes. that first movie yeah. with. So that um, means
1: Earthrise yeah. and Cybertron. What is it? Head Wars, Headmaster. Things are the the
2: only thing. Well, see, I, okay, I'll, I'll jump in with my answer here because I think this yes. is sort of leaning towards what we're talking about is I look at it as anything that led to the point of Michael Bay entering the franchise, that's what's gone. Now, right. who's to say what happens post that, right? And this is sort of leans into my answer because I would erase the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles and have Transformers reset from the Michael Bay series, because I, I, if you look at the properties, you're basically boiling it down to uh, when you look at the origin story of turtles, it's so wacky, it's so crazy. It shouldn't have happened. And as you know, if you've seen the toys that made us, it was a, a one in a million long shot. Hail Mary that this thing ever made it to syndication and become evolved into the franchise. We know now giant robots fighting other giant robots is forever and that was long before transformers was a thing right you look at then all the stuff that comes along with power rangers and all that sort of stuff i'm sure (laughs) our friend ostie could speak to that at length and so i think if the very first generation of transformers we saw was the michael bay uh movie that what is there it is 2009 i think that was 2006 somewhere around there if that was the first movie you go okay it is what it is and we now know the rest of the franchise went silly Bumblebee brings it back up but I think from that point you, you that's when you start to see spin-offs that are closer to what we would consider the classic stuff. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'll
1: go. I'll go next because I I like your answer and I'm sort of you know going to agree with you there. I'll do the same as well. And I'll I'll say, Diaclone came and went, right? So mm. you know what pre Transformers, Diaclone came and went. GoBots, GoBots took over. GoBots was yes the the the, the, the shit of the shit. You know, <laughs> GoBots was what every every kid brought to the to school played with, you know, everything like that. Michael Bay went for the GoBots franchise and it was too expensive for him. <laughs> you know, um, I, just, I just think uh, Turtles is just so, you know, uh, such a snapshot in time and there's been so many inter- iterations of uh, everything. And uh, as much as I love my Transformers, you know, hell, I got pretty much Soundwave was my first, you know, um, licensed toy I got as a kid. Uh, but uh, I just think, you know, between GoBots and and everything else, uh, Diaclone, um, you know, the the Macca's transforming toys and things like that. I think you'll have some iteration of a transforming robot uh, uh, that'll that'll stand the test of time. Right, It it just won't be the, uh, you know... All glomerous uh, history and franchise, yeah. and you know, mm. fantastic um, depth that yeah. we know Transformers today. So,
2: I think that Transformers could survive if they were created starting with the Michael Bay stuff. I think if the Ninja Turtles, the yeah. Michael Bay was Go the on. first Turtle stuff, it's, it's you'd be two movies and done. The franchise mm. is dead at that point.
3: Mm.
0: Darren,
2: your thoughts?
3: My thoughts are similar but different. Um, I just want to say. Before I get in very quickly, before I get into why I've made my choice, I actually prefer Michael Bay's turtles films to his Transformers films. Really? Uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. For me, I could leave uh, Ninja Turtles.
3: Yeah, but I will say this: I would still opt um, the way you gentlemen have, just simply because there's so much other good turtle stuff that to wipe it all out. Um, wipe everything out that became, came before those films, to me would be an absolute disaster for that franchise so I, I, would, I would opt to, to to wipe out those those two films um, and keep everything else in the franchise's history and um, that, would, that would mean that the world was introduced to Transformers through Michael Bay's films but, but like, as others have articulated mm-hmm. before me, it doesn't mean it begins and ends with Michael Bay um, I think you know that that would have there would have been enough in there for people to feel that there's something there. There's something in that franchise that it could be told another way, or it could be rebooted later, or it could be it could be something else. So, so you mean it would transform?
0: Oh snap! I think it would. what
1: you know, Rock Lords would be the uh, the, the <laughs> yes. best uh, toy line. You know, yes,
2: yeah. yes, they would. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, this is interesting. I'm going to be the odd one out because I was going in that direction and then something happened that changed my mind. And it was the, the 1986 movie, the, the Transformers animated movie that to me, one of my favorite movies on the planet. And I couldn't bear to see it gone. I was sort of, I wasn't maybe so much focused on the toys as the property itself. And I guess, I'd hate to lose the Ninja Turtles toys, let's be honest. I, I probably like them more than I do like my Transformers. But in terms of the, the properties, and the thing that I can go back to now and watch over and over, like I'll put on the Fred Wolf cartoon, let's be honest, and I'll, I'll watch it. I'll put on 2003 and that's it's brilliant. And it's a really high quality show. And even the Nickelodeon stuff is, is really nice. But the one thing I love above all else and that I watch above all else is 1986 Transformers. I can watch All that. right,
2: then let me ask you this, Trent. 1986 Transformers on one side, 1990 Ninja Turtles movie on the other. Because uh, you're erasing the 1990 it's, it's, movie right now. You are. It's, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll play Devil's Advocate as tough. well. Yeah.
1: Na- name me the guy that uh, brought Transformers over to the... U- Diaclone over to the US.
0: I can't name him. Uh,
1: name the guy I, that, I Name the, the two guys that created Ninja Turtles. Eastman and Lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The,
0: the,
1: <laughs> the two guys I, that could. The little train that could, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I, I
0: love the story. I love it so much. But in the end, that was the tiebreaker for me. Yeah, no, no. Fair call.
1: I, I like your argument. It's, yeah, it's that,
0: solid. That, and it was weird because that's maybe hearing your guys' argument, I'm swayed back the other way. <laughs> um, and, and, and really good arguments about what, you know, like what would Ninja Turtles be if that was the first film? And I think you're quite right. It wouldn't be much. And, and the Diaclone stuff's fascinating because you, technically you'd have Optimus Prime. Technically, because it's Diaclone, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> you'd have you...
0: Cycle in instead
1: Whatever, of yeah. Neutron, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, well, what a, what a tough question. Do you feel bad? Well, oh, I mean, yeah. we, we've had these questions where we've had to erase toys in the past and it hasn't gone well for us. Um, uh, just, I, just,
1: I don't think you'd have Toxic Crusaders and maybe even, I um, wouldn't. you know, all those sort of, you know, cowboys of Momisa, like, you know, yeah. would
3: we would, would be able to survive without that line?
2: I, uh, you know, I like, <laughs>
3: Dinosaurs, come on. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think the lesson with these things is always that
0: mere, mere mortals should not mess with erasing toy history. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't invent time machines and play with uh, our childhoods. Very good. We're going to leave the other questions. We've got some other absolute other perlers that we'll get to in one of our later episodes. So thanks to everyone who wrote in with your questions. You've gone above and beyond, and we, we love hearing from you. But we're going to get into a bit of state of the nation now because things have changed. It's, it's a really interesting time in the world more broadly. And I'm fascinated in a microcosm of toy collecting and, and what's happening in that space, how we're all going. Um, one of the big things that I've noticed more broadly is that a lot of people are tightening their belts and just you know, focusing on essentials more. So there's also isolation, which means people aren't going into stores and, and browsing as we might've once done. So a few changes in how we're behaving that's sort of impacting on, on toy collecting, but obviously online sales are still occurring. And whilst there might've been some production delays in terms of getting figures out, we can still broadly go online and purchase products. But Fascinated to throw it open now and see how we're feeling in this day and age. We're at um, 1st of May, 2020. What's the state of your toy collection?
2: Well, it's it's interesting because to your point, Trent, uh, particularly when uh, this all started getting very real and, and there was a lot of misinformation flying around, the the, the natural reaction is to just, to just hold, to put everything else on hold until you know, uh, are we safe? Is my family safe? And and these sorts of things. And so, without even realizing it, I have a, a separate sort of bank account that is my, my toy play money, and there's a little bit that comes from our main, you know, when when I get paid that drops into that account each time. And normally, typically that account fluctuates between um, $0 and not very much, right, because no sooner does it come in and I'm it spending it,
3: right back it out. goes
2: right back out again. Um, but then without even realizing it, I, I recently looked at it and went, my oh God, there's 500 bucks sitting there because I just, that's how much I put things on hold and didn't, didn't spend. Um, so that's sort of the first thing to your other point. Uh, even as I was coming home the other day, I'd seen a thing on the the Marvel legends page where they said, Hey, the new wave is out at uh, Kmart or whatever it was. And, and it was cheaper than 40 bucks. It was like $32 for the new, a new legends wave. Like, that's unheard of. Um, and I actually called, I was literally, I drive past the the Tea Tree Plaza, which is a big shopping centre. It's five minutes from my house. And I, I, I didn't go in. Like I stopped myself and I just went, no, there, there's something bigger going on than my desire to get these figures at a cheap price. How badly do I want? Do I want them so bad I'm prepared to potentially put myself at risk? And it might be a low risk. Yes, South Australia is doing very well in regards to, you know, the numbers of COVID cases and that sort of thing. But there's just that there was that little voice in the back of my head that just went, You don't really need these things that badly, just you know, go home and, and be with your family, sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, that said, because I was magically able to save this money, uh, and this is following on from um, who Ben you might have to help me out. Who was the Patreon who gave us the? Uh, those Eric. Yes, Eric, Eric uh, who kindly uh, gave us some of those uh, Batman Ninja Turtle figures. Uh, and I think we even speculated in the episode at the time. You, you, you are correct. My OCD got the better of me, and I now have a full set of those uh, <laughs> on their way. <laughs> that was a, a pretty penny. But as I said, because I'd literally had that reflex of, of not spending, it was there. Um, and the opportunity arose, and, and I took it. So um, there is a bit of a silver lining, I guess, but it has changed the way I've s- sort of... Typically, I would just be buying one, two little little bits of figures and stuff here. Um, instead, I, it was save and then pull the trigger when there was a big thing to, to be bought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I miss going uh op shop hunting like that's where a mm. lot of my little purchases come from and things and i just really miss that because i haven't been to the op shops for months now when it yeah. does my head in and um because i'm not going out because i'm not spending my day off running to you know T2 plaza as frank said uh to have a look around and do you know just waste a the day there um i my money was building up like my little um you know uh, stash and uh so then you know a lot of people are still selling on facebook and things which is great and i found myself just perusing ebay every now and again and stuff so i have uh purchased um a kenner aliens space marine one of the uh uk exclusive ones um on, on, from ebay that i uh you know put in a an offer and the guy accepted so i've you know, got that coming um i've also done a couple of facebook deals and and things but um my biggest problem is the mail is stopped. Like, yeah. I've got three orders on the way and I haven't even had a letter posted to my house this week. Like, it's as if the um, postal... And they've said quite openly that the postal uh, guys are, are massively banked Hammond. up with um, mm. parcel deliveries and they're only scaling back to two days a week of uh, yeah. regular letters. there's
3: also less flights... Yeah, yeah, and, yeah the whole lot of the borders and fights. everything like
1: that. Yeah. You know that. Um, you know, you check tracking, and it's like, oh, it's due today, but there's been a delay. So, you know, uh, that's the other frustrating thing is I know these things are coming my way, I just don't have them in hand yet. So,
3: yeah,
1: um, it's just that you know, patiently waiting, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it it just I I miss I miss going and hunting for toys. Like I want that little Hot Wheels uh, party van. And I'll go out of my way to go to a target that's next to a food land that I need tomatoes from, so to speak, uh, you know, um, and uh, to just to go to the target. So I got an excuse, you know, but that's, that's few and far between, you know, Mm. I don't do it on a very regular occasion. I work in retail, so I'm pretty exposed as it is. Uh, But, um, you know, I've had the last couple of days off and, uh, you know, if I don't need to leave the house, I don't. So,
3: yep. Mm. Much the same for me. I um, am social distancing. Um, I, I've got family members that, that are in that that age range as well that, you know, need to be careful of this, this stuff around. So I, the last thing I want to do is, is bring a German in you know, into the house or anything. Um, so I haven't, I haven't been going out. I haven't been in a shop for weeks. We're even getting, getting the groceries delivered or, you know, um, if if anyone needs to go to a medical appointment or needs something from the chemist, then I consider that like an essential oh, thing. But but other than that, you know, um, you know, other than that, and work on, you know, I'm staying home. Having said that, I have had a few deliveries that have crept through. I did get the um uh, Lego nineteen eighty nine um Batman Batmobile, not not certainly for the price that Frank got it for. But um <laughs> no
0: one got it for that price.
3: <laughs> no, no one did. But um I did did get it and I was very happy to receive that. I did get the um the loot Crate Teenage Ninja Turtles um Spirit of Splinter um uh, which I was very happy to get and I did get some black series exclusives that I had on um um, pre-order from last year from um, Zing um, that arrived. The Jedi you know, Knight Dark Revan and the the Battle Droid yeah. um, arrived. So, you know, very very happy to get those. But but other than that, it's been it's been pretty quiet. Mm. I haven't yeah. really. I'm not. It's not that I'm not buying stuff. It's that I'm not going out. I'm I'm certainly not getting amongst, and as we talked about before, up until, you know, the last couple of months, we thought we had um, Brett's comic and and Toy Fair, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So I was sort of baking that into my plans and and that until, until it became, you know, apparent that wasn't going ahead. So I haven't, there's also been part of me that I think because the world is the way it is, I haven't quite been in the mood as Frank said, I think I think Frank had nail on the head, there are bigger things as much as I love my toys and pop culture and always will, there does seem seem to be bigger things right now. This is a you know, it's a global disaster health disaster for so many people, but it's also an economic disaster and that does make you um, appreciative of what you do have and value things even more so and, and maybe feel a little, you know, a little more like maybe it is the time to sort of just you know take a step back and and appreciate what you have if you know what I mean and, and your good fortune for having that as opposed to I want more all the time. As, mm. as easy as it is to get into that, and I'm not and I'm not knocking people who feel that way. And that I mean right now, as a, as we alluded to, you know, the economy is not global economy is not doing so well. So if, if you're in that, you know, I want to buy more than I used to. You're actually doing doing a section of the population a huge favour by feeling that way. Oh, def- yeah.
1: definitely. Just on that, sorry. Um, it, I I saw my Grail pop up, my Tyranno Shredder. Uh, yep. I just recently joined a new Ninja Turtles Facebook, a global, a worldwide Facebook yep. group, and um, I you know welcome to the group. I I collect shredders. This is you know this is a small shelf of overflow from my regular collection. Showcase my you know collection and few people like, wow, you know, that's cool. And they said, oh, you, you know, um, you're missing some of the, uh, the, really the rare variants ones. of yeah. Super Shredder, you know, the black and the yeah. things. I said, oh, look, I don't really care about the uh, variants. So I, I re- my grail is Tyreno Shredder. And he's like, of course, sorry, you know, I should have, I didn't see that. there. I should, that should have been my go-to. And then um, about two hours later, he um, PMs me. He's like, oh, by the way, on eBay right now, there's all four of the turtles um, and Tyranno Shredder, right? Mm. Uh, Three hundred and fifty US. Uh, buy it now, right? Jeez. So, so, what did you tell me? <laughs> um, six six hundred and fifty dollars Australian, uh, mm. uh, not including shipping, right? Mm. And and that's because the dollar is so, so yeah. average, you yeah. know. And yeah, I. You. I, I was I was like really like, oh do I you know, um it was a pretty cool set. Uh yeah. two of the turtles had weapons. Uh Donnie was missing a wing, uh yeah. Tyranno Shredder was missing a tail, which is fairly common, but he had his lower jaw. And I undenied, um, undenied um, that's a lot of uh money for you know, a huge amount of money for me. Mm. You know, I also thought, What if I get it and then I flip the turtles, you know, for a hundred dollars each so sort of making your back, money
2: back yeah. you know thank yeah.
1: whatever thing and by the time i you know crunched the numbers thought about it under denied. it was go gone on.
2: Go So on. Uh, mate but, uh, that happens again you and me we go halves i'll go to the turtles you can have uh, your shredder Done. Uh, fuck, <laughs> yeah, but
1: yeah so um it was pretty full-on it was uh it was, wow. uh, it was a close, one of the closest i've come for about five years i reckon to wow. uh, a tyreno shredder
0: yeah, wow. good little story there. Um, I, I, won't, I won't speak for long, but I guess I echo all those sentiments that the guys have talked to. In particular, I guess what Darren sort of said around and, and sort of you know, around you know, even Frank and Ben around there's probably other priorities in life at the moment. Um, I'm not, I'm not employed either at the moment. Leanne's only works two and a half days, so um, you know, when I guess you break down what are the essentials that you should be buying. Hmm. Toys are not, not a big one. Obviously, I've got space issues. There's toys in rooms that I probably shouldn't have it in. <laughs> and, and so my priority, actually, and it was it felt a bit strange when we're in the midst of this. I didn't really feel like doing it. But now that we're out of it, uh, to some extent, in that we've had no new cases in seven or eight days, I've started selling some stuff. So I put up a post uh, a couple of days ago yesterday, I think, even, and, and uh, sold off about... Oh, 30-odd Master of the Universe Classics figures yep. um, to uh, um, Shane on, on the Discord. Got, got first grabs um, at, at stuff, and then I put some other stuff on Facebook, and it was really nice. Had some really nice chats with people as well as I did that, and they were getting some cool things for their collections, and that was really cool. So it was nice. I, I boxed up a whole heap of stuff this morning. and, and So these on. are doubles and triples, or...? Yeah, and it sounds bad when I say it. Someone was like, "Oh, so you're selling your doubles?" I'm like, "Nah, these are triples and quadruples." <laughs> yeah. but, I, I know, but look, and that's, these are easy. I don't have to think about because i I made a decision just to go mint on one mint on card, one loose for classics. And I know yep. that's still a lot of product, and I'll I'll, I'll keep that because I love my mint on card yeah. display behind and the figure in front, and that's what I want to do for classics. I love the classics line that much that I'll, I'll do that but the triples I don't need. And, and even to the extent I, I sort of double sold a hero. Like while one guy was, I was answering messages about hero. I sold the other hero to someone else. Oh
1: no! And I felt,
0: oh, no. I, and I said, look, sorry, before I didn't say sold to one guy, but I said, look, I'm so sorry. Uh, it just sold literally as you sort of, as we're chatting. And I said, look, I'll have a look in my collection. I'll see what I can do. And I found another loose hero, And I said, look, I've got a loose one. I'm happy to throw in. Um, you can have that. And he's like, cool. I was going to crank them open anyway. I took twenty bucks nice. off. And yeah. got that. Yeah. I was, so I was actually going into my collection and saying I can kind of do without that hero that was on top of grayscale. He'll go and, and and that sort of thing. So that's where my mind's been at is what I can sell. And and that's the
3: advantage, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut in, Trent, but I've had this conversation before with other people. You know, when you know people talk about why so many quantities there isn't an there is an advantage to this if you ever do need the cash you can you can sell something without actually feeling that it's going because you 've still got you know you've got two of each you know
0: you won't even feel that no no i won't and and what I did as well i mean i I tried to price them as as reasonably as as I could, so I sort of looked at eBay sales and histories and what they're not not only past sales but what they're currently you could buy one for. A lot of them, you have to go to the US and that just makes yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's something like a hundred dollars shipping for a figure. So it's just astronomical, but, but hopefully some people there got some what they feel like good value items. Yep. Um. and, and, you know, just could check in free shipping on some things or, you know, bit off here and, and there. So that just sort of felt kind of nice to be able to, help out the community a little bit or get, get things into people's hands that they might be after. And that's sort of a nice, nice feeling. So that's sort of where, where I'm at at the moment, um, with, with the collection and I, and I hope to be able to dedicate a bit more time to it, to clear out some of the stuff that I, I happy to move on.
2: Yeah. Well, it does feel like a, a buyer's market at the moment because there's people perhaps in not as uh, you know, in much more dire financial circumstances than yourself, Trent, who are literally going, Oh man, I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. Mm. Right, fire sale, you know, all this stuff I've been collecting, it's just got to go. And it, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. One is that you're you're some sort of vulture waiting to prey on the weak and and grabbing it, but the other way as Darren sort of alluded to is you you're helping them out when you know finances are are quite tight. So mm. um yeah. There's, there's a lot of good deals going around at the moment, but also factor in, you know, you've got to look after yourself and your family at the same time. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit strange. Absolutely. It's a
3: um, big balancing act. Um, you don't want to see people, you don't want to spend more than what you
0: got, you know, you
3: could need that money.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. All right. Very interesting to capture that. And that'll be good to have in the archive to sort of see how we're feeling, uh, in the middle of this pandemic. Um, just a quick shout out before we head off and close this episode of Toy Power to our newest Patreons. That's David Bond and Motu Dennis. Uh, fantastic to have you guys on board. It's I mean, incredible in these times where everyone's struggling for you to jump on and voluntarily pay pay um to the to the podcast to, to sort of get us some new equipment. And and we do have a bit of good news now that we're doing this uh, isolation and we don't know how long that's gonna be for. We've ordered Everyone's getting a mini mixing desk, so at the moment I've got the actual mis- mixing desk, um, but but the other guys will get theirs, and that's what we're sort of able to do with those Patreon funds to try and make Toy Power sound as good and, and professional as as we can. So we really appreciate we we put all our all that money back into the show, and and really we appreciate your support in making the show as good as it can be because you know we've got to cover for a lot of. My deficiencies in, in real life, so, <laughs> uh, it's helping helping me feel like a better person. Says the man who made Women's Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, oh wow! You know oh, you made whoa, it whoa, when what? you're in that's, Women's Day. That, that's a Patreon episode, I reckon. <laughs> <on> the <phone. laughs> for, for the uh,
2: uh, international getting? for the international listeners who are confused, what that was about? Women's Day is the name of a magazine. Trend didn't actually make a woman's day, that's or,
1: for sure. Or, or, so. or, or plural women's day. Just <laughs> stop. Just, just. off.
0: Oh, dear. Yes. Well, um, you know, it's funny. Like when I was told what art, what I was contributing that article towards, I was told it was a new idea. Um, so I sent Leanne out to buy a new idea, and she's like, <laughs> you're not even in this. What, <laughs> why do you want new idea? <laughs> uh, funny stuff. So, yeah. So, anyway... Um, wonderful to have your company for this episode of toy power and hope to see you around the newspaper stands browsing at women's day and until next time good journey you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places
2: facebook.com slash Toy toypowerpodcast at Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us at toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome we are a proud member of the giant size team up network check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network Full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizedteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but
0: they're. Yeah.